0: Hello friends! Welcome back to the Gate of Heaven video diary, where we are continuing our journey through the Dawnbreakers, Nabil's chronicle of the, the, the story of the Bab, who is the inspiration behind my new album Gate of Heaven, and whose life is being celebrated this year, the 200th anniversary of his birth. But before we dive back into the story, I just want to say a huge, huge thank you for your response to your really wondrous response to the new song, Wondrous Paradise, which just came out on Saturday. And uh, really, I'm so grateful to you for listening to the song, for sharing it uh, with your friends. I hope you'll continue to enjoy it for uh, a long time to come. As, as I said, it's, it's one of my personal favourites from the album. And I'm looking forward to sharing more songs from the album with you as we continue this journey over the coming weeks. So uh, keep your eyes on the, keep your eyes and your ears on the Facebook event page, Gate of Heaven Album Release, because there will be more songs coming out soon. But uh, in the meantime, on the subject of wondrous paradise, there is a there is a uh, a, a particular story, uh, a particular episode in the Dawnbreakers around this point where we're at, where which I wanted to share with you. It's during this period when the Bab has come back to Shiraz and he is living uh, for a, a, a really a, a temporary period of of relative peace and tranquility back in his home in Shiraz. Uh, he's officially confined to the home of his uncle, but really he's he, it's, a, it's a period of, of, um, it's a somewhat more relaxed period compared to the things that have happened and the things that are to come. And he, he's living a life uh, uh, of relative tranquility with his wife and his mother and his uncle, and essentially he is under the care of his family. But during this period, you know, the word continues to spread about the Bab's message. His writings are still flooding out across Iran and through the Middle East. And there are many people who are coming to Shiraz to to meet the Bab and and find who who is the author of these these writings that are causing such a transformation in, in, in people's lives and there's one particular story i wanted to share with you from this during this period the bob is is at his uncle's house one night and uh he's at a kind of there's a social gathering there there the bob and his uncle and several friends are are sitting around in the uncle's house talking and at one point during the conversation uh the bob turns to one of these friends whose name is abdul karim and he looks into the eyes of Abdul Karim and says with this utmost tenderness, he says to him, Abdul Karim, are you seeking the manifestation? And Abdul Karim looks into the eyes of the Bab, and he just bursts into tears and he's so overcome with emotion that he just, throws himself on the floor and uh, and weeps at the feet of the báb. And the báb picks him up and, and embraces him and kisses his forehead and calms him down. And there's this sort of confusion in the room Im- amongst all these friends. So at the end of the evening, Abdul Karim and his brother, who's also present, leave the báb's uncle's house and they go home. And when they, when they get home, his brother asks Abdul Karim, what was that? What, what just happened? And Abdul Karim goes on to tell his story, uh, which is recounted in his own words in The Dawnbreakers. So I'd love to share Abdul Karim's story with you. It's very touching. He says to his brother that night, he says, I will relate to you, the tale of a strange experience, a tale, which I have shared with no one until now. When I attained the age of maturity, I felt while I lived in Kasvin a profound yearning to unravel the mystery of God. Nothing short of the acquisition of learning, I realized, could enable me to achieve my goal. I succeeded in obtaining the consent of my father to the abandonment of my business. I plunged myself immediately into study and research and concentrated my efforts on the acquisition of every available branch of human learning. At night I would retire to my home and in the seclusion of my library would devote many an hour to undisturbed study. I was so immersed in my labors that I grew indifferent to both sleep and hunger. Within two years I had resolved to master the intricacies of Muslim jurisprudence and theology. So, Abdul Karim in his youth immerses himself in study trying to just learn 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 and he eventually enrolls in uh, the school of Islamic studies in his hometown of kasvin and he he you know he just aces all his studies he passes all his exams with flying colors and he graduates from the school of Kazveen, uh, you know with honors and he's on on the day of his graduation he's of course lavished with praise and congratulations he's now uh he's now graduated as an as an authorized interpreter of the quran and uh you know he's the object of of huge congratulations from all his all his peers and the night of his graduation his father has he comes home and his father has prepared this big feast and he's he uh you know to celebrate his son's accomplishment and uh when Abdul Karim arrives home, he, he, um, he sees this feast being prepared, and he finds himself uh, s- struck by uh, a, strange, um, a strange disappearance of his confidence. He, he feels um, a huge anticlimax in his graduation from the school and he asks his father if if he could uh, postpone the feast uh, until he's feeling a bit better so his father postpones the feast and that night abdul abdul karim goes to his room and he says he's he's just plagued by these um these feelings of doubt and uh, this lack of confidence uh and this there's this this voice that that this voice of self-doubt starts to rise up inside of him and and says to him, he says to himself, your aim in acquiring all this learning has been to unravel the mystery of God and to attain the state of certitude. Be fair. Are you sure of your own interpretation of the Quran? And he says, the consciousness of error suddenly dawned upon me. I realised for the first time how the rust of learning had obscured my vision. I lamented my past and deplored the futility of my endeavours. I knew that the people of my own rank were subject to the same afflictions. As soon as they had acquired this so-called learning, they would claim to be the exponents of the law of Islam and would arrogate to themselves the exclusive privilege of pronouncing upon its doctrine. So Abdul Karim sinks into this depression he has spent all these years acquiring all this um, book learning uh, learning all this accumulating all this knowledge in his head but deep down in his heart he 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 feels like nothing has really changed he's still afflicted by this lack of confidence and this self-doubt uh, and these this constant anxiety and he says Continuing on the night of his graduation, he says, I wept so bitterly that night that I seemed to have lost consciousness. There suddenly came to me the vision of a great gathering of people, the expression of whose shining faces greatly impressed me. So Abdul Karim has this dream where he sees this gathering of people where there is a a class going on. It's a classroom and there's a teacher who who is teaching a class centered around a particular quote from the Quran that that kind of indicates that that whoever makes an effort for a noble purpose will be guided in mysterious ways. And Abdul Karim is fascinated by the face of this teacher and he, he looks at his face and he's drawn to it and then he wakes up out of this dream. But he wakes up with this, this He says that this indescribable joy has replaced this depression that he was experiencing when he fell asleep. And so he, he describes his dream to a friend of his in Kazvin, And the friend says that the person you've dreamed of is the great scholar, Sayyid Kazem, uh, of, the, of the Sheikhi school in Iraq. And so immediately, Abdul Karim packs his bags and sets out uh, to, to, to attend the school of Sayyid Kazem in Iraq. And he arrives in Karbala, he enrolls in the school, and to his great surprise, he walks into his first class to find that there is Sayyid Qazim, the very face he saw in his dream, teaching a class on the very quotation that featured in his dream about making an effort and pursuing a noble purpose. And so Abdul Karim spends several months attending the classes of Sayyid Qazim, and uh, uh, eventually Sayyid Qazim tells him that it's time for him to go back to his hometown, and to just go about your business and, and await the coming of the Promised One. And he promises Abdul Karim that if he continues on his path, he will find the Promised One. So Abdul Karim goes back to Kazvin, And uh, he goes about his business, he lives his life, and he keeps his heart open to any kinds of signs or, or clues that might happen. And one night, he, he experiences another dream and he, he says, one night I was so wrapped in prayer, that I seemed to have fallen into a trance. There appeared before me a bird, white as the snow, which hovered above my head." and alighted upon the twig of a tree beside me. In accents of indescribable sweetness, the bird voiced these words, Abdul Karim, are you seeking the manifestation? The memory of the the beauty of that vision lingered long in my mind. I seemed to have tasted all the delights of paradise. My joy was irrepressible. The mystic message of that bird had penetrated my soul and was continually on my lips. I revolved it constantly in my mind. I shared it with no one, fearing lest its sweetness forsake me. A few years later, the call from Shiraz reached my ears. The day I heard it, I hastened to that city. And so that's the story of Abdul Karim. Uh, one of many of these these really touching stories of how individuals, in their own ways, in their o- along their own journeys of, of seeking for understanding, seeking for truth, found the Bab and recognized him as the promised one. Uh, and I thought that this was a this was a, st- a good story to connect with Wondrous Paradise, uh, which says uh, as I hope you've you've heard the song. It says there is no paradise more wondrous for any soul than to be exposed to God's manifestation in his day, to hear his verses and believe in them. And so I hope this story enriches your experience of wondrous paradise. And uh, uh, I I look forward to seeing you in the next video when um, it's going to be, it's gonna be no ruse, it's gonna be a new year for all of us. So I wish you all a very, very pleasant remainder of the fast, if you're fasting, and uh, I will see you in the next video. And in the meantime, if you can do the three usual things, that would be great to give this video a thumbs up, share it with your friends, and share the uh, the Facebook event so that more people can uh, can follow along with the story too. I will see you in the next video for No Roos. Okay, bye friends. See you soon.